Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for listening to the show. I am Kim Narker, and I am the Rehab to Wellness Boss, and I want to welcome you back to the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast. Now, guys, this podcast is sponsored and is provided to you by the Stretch Method, and the Stretch Method is an entire business method that helps a new business owner that is going from a clinician role and they're wanting to begin their career in a wellness field with the skill that they've utilized through their rehab professional degree. This program has been established to engineering wealth by providing the new clinician with the products and services that they need to start up their company so they can focus on client services, sales, marketing, and strategies. And this new concept If you want to learn more about it, then go to thestretchmobilitycoach.com, be a coach. And you can learn more about that movement, and it is moving really fast, guys. So I want to welcome you to the show. Today, I want to talk about boundaries. And I know you guys are thinking, okay, Kim, you've talked about boundaries before, but I won't talk about boundaries and let this be a part two boundaries. Now, I did a show just a couple of weeks ago on boundaries, and they were the top five boundaries that a clinic owner, a new business owner, needs in starting their practice to be successful. Today, the boundaries that I'm going to talk about in this episode are going to be related to your clinical care model. This is once your customer has already been vetted through your lead attraction system and you've got them in your clinic and now you are treating them. So this is the mindset of the clinician and the customer. And in this episode, I'm going to speak about boundaries related to patient care. Now, I see it all the time. I see it in my clinic. I saw it when I was treating my clients. And if you guys know my history at all, I started in an outpatient clinic and I was just learning. And boy, did I learn a lot. And then I went into uh, skilled nursing, then I went into home care. And then I just really always was pulled back to outpatient, and then pulled even more into wellness, fitness, and preventative care. And that is the model that I love and I teach on is that preventative model to really, truly help people to understand their musculoskeletal system, to help them understand how they can avoid unnecessary surgeries And I'm not talking about your surgeries that are typical in the PT side, but I am talking about how do we prevent hip replacements, knee replacements, back surgeries way before they even go to the doctor and they're in so much pain and arthritis that there is no help. That is the model that we preach in the stretch method. 
And so with that, I'm going to use a little bit of typical scenarios that I see in my clinic in Westchester, Ohio. And this actually happened yesterday, and I'm not calling out one of my coaches. I just see a huge opportunity to be able to teach on this subject because I feel like probably a lot of people experience this in their clinical setting And, you know, at my clinic, we are just extraordinarily busy and we have a waiting list. I'm having to go in to treat clients two times a week. And these are cash paying clients that pay us $105 a visit for some visits and $150 for other things. I mean, we are killing it right now and we don't seem to have a lack of customers. What we have are a lack of employees to be able to help the consumers in our area because I've been in the area for nine plus years now. So this is what happened just in the clinic yesterday, and I'm going to break it down and I'm going to bring it to you in this episode so that you understand boundaries, clear expectations, and how you can take your client through a treatment session without having to pull your hair out and feel like you're doing all the work. So A client came in last night to our facility and they are a chronic arrive 10 minute late client and likes to drag out their treatment. And when treatment is finished, they stand there and they ask more questions. And then our coaches have actually gone through the treatment, gone over their session time, started them late and then have to sell them on their next program because they notice that, you know, it's their last visit. And if any one of you know anything about my program, my program is a prepaid program. So if a client is coming to see one of my clinicians, they've already prepaid for their service and we sell things in packages. So at that last visit or a few visits before, we're pre-framing where they are in the program so that we can get them to their next steps and we define that. But if we have not defined it very well, some of our long-term clients that when they have an ache or a pain or a problem and come back to us and they were used to when we were not so busy in the beginning, getting that extra time And now we're busy and we don't have time for them to be late. It's chop, chop. You have 40 minutes and you need to be in the clinic started. And at the end of that 40 minutes, you already need to be scheduled, paid. And we're cleaning the table and we're ready for our next client because we don't have open spots to fill. So this guy came in 10 minutes late and he's constantly, he was Jordan's last client of the day and he was 10 minutes late. And she was complaining about how he is always late. And then when he gets here, he goes overtime. And it's just, if you've ever experienced it, it's just really, really frustrating to a clinician because when you're so busy, you know, you also have a life. So Jordan wanted to get out. She needed to go to the grocery store. We close at 6 p.m. And this guy's 10 minutes late. So What I'm teaching on today is kind of reframing that, how to set a boundary and an expectation so that your client follows that and you're not overworking yourself. Because what happens is with that frustration, it starts with a complaint by you, the clinician. Client comes in, they ask for something, you get frustrated, you kind of get angry and resentful with them. You start thinking this is not even a client I want to see anymore because they drain my energy. 
guys, this is when you need to establish a boundary and a clear boundary on this is going to be making sure that this time you start their care with a standing operating procedure or a boundary that is clear and defined. And I'm not going to lie to you, people that are used to you not starting boundaries are not going to like your boundaries. So you need to be clear and concise and you need to take emotion completely out of it. You need to make sure that they just get a clear picture of what you can offer them and stop, stop over delivering care and killing yourself to fix someone that literally is just going to lackadaisically walk in and not do anything and have a high expectation. So if their expectations are here and your expectations where they're going to go are here, you have to balance those expectations. And you do that, guys, through boundaries and establishing a boundary for your treatment regimen and your consult regimen is going to be highly important for you if you're already a long-term clinician or if you're new to the field. So to me, this same person, so he walked in and he's not angry at all. He's happy with his care. He just wants to know what his next steps are. In his mind, he's like, I have pain. I'm coming here. Jordan is fixing me and I want to get fixed and I want my treatment session. And guys, that's the only thing they're thinking when they walk in the door. Clinician, person's 10 minutes late. They just come in slowly. They barely take their shoes off. They're just slowly going. You're over delivering. You get, you know, to where a 40 minute session is what they were scheduled for. You start 15 minutes into that session. So now you only have 25 minutes left. You finish that session and then they go, well, aren't you going to check me? And then you get frustrated and you check them and then they go, well, when am I supposed to come back? None of these things that this client is asking for is unrealistic. What has happened is you're frustrated, you're angered because you, the clinician, have not set a boundary. So let's look at how we can change this around so that you can establish a boundary or a standard operating procedure today after this podcast. And you can start implementing that into your care so that you can get your passion back, your happiness back, and you're along the same lines as your client is as far as expectations go. So let's say the same guy walks in to see you and he is constantly late every treatment session and has arrived 10 minutes late. You can correct, you have an opportunity here to correct the situation by jumping back into the treatment. Before you jump back into the treatment, you want to go over time, one time, and you want to look at your client and you want to go, so we're already 10 minutes into your treatment session that I have you scheduled for. So we already lost 10 minutes in this treatment session. Let's jump on and get started so that we don't lose any more time. Now, that's one thing that I would say, because you've clearly defined, hey, dude, you're 10 minutes late. We only have 30 minutes remaining. Okay. So you want to make sure that this client understands you're only giving them 30 minutes of care. And if you don't define that right when they walk in the door, then they're going to think and keep pushing you. And as long as you continue to deliver, you're not setting a boundary that honors and values you 
for what for what you can give the client. So you can also say something, for example, we're starting your visit today with only 30 minutes remaining and the time schedule for you. Let's get started so we don't lose any more time. And then you can also go ahead and get them started. In our clinic, we have an established process because it's results driven that we go through. So once you get them started and get them on the table, because we're a very heavy manual therapy and education clinic, then I would jump right into, is there any chance that next treatment session, you can arrive before your scheduled time so that you don't miss out on a full treatment session and see what they say. Nobody's going to be negative. They're going to go, oh gosh, yeah, I kind of run late. I ran late this time. You go, yep, we're going to get as much done in this treatment session that we can get done in the remaining time that we have. But I want to make sure I give you as much as I can with the time we have left. Let's get started. So you guys know your talkers. You guys know the people that are your energy suckers. You always want to finish your manual therapy or your exercise and provide yourself with a good 10 minutes for this person to ask questions. Your time, if you've scheduled a 40-minute session and you know your client is a question asker, allow time for them to ask questions. That's still your time. Just because you've scheduled them for 40 minutes That doesn't mean your time has to be 40 minutes of time and then they ask questions. Your time is 40 minutes. They get 40 minutes. Start, finish, schedule, pay in that 40 minutes time. And guys, you need to honor that. So somehow you need to clearly set your expectations that should have been set at the consult. You need to set that maybe that visit and get it very clear and then allow extra time to answer any questions. Doing this, I have never had a customer look at me and go, well, you didn't do more hands-on stuff. I expected more. No, they value you. It's just, you have to look at yourself and value yourself just as much and only give what you have time to give to this client. You can also say things like, today you were scheduled for 40 minutes with me, but we're 10 minutes in. We only have 30 minutes remaining. Let's not lose any more time. Again, do a 20-minute session, leave 10 minutes for scheduling, for talking, for asking questions, and things like that. Now, let's talk about prescribing care. Putting a boundary in when you're prescribing care. Now, in our clinic, prescribing care could be at the consult, but because we sell packages, it could also be at a session before they purchased more visits for them. And we clearly established, because we've seen it in the results we've given in our clinic, it typically, our clients that get the stretch method, they will feel something different on their first visit. After three visits, they're going to see some changes and be excited about it. And between six to 10 sessions for one body part, and we break our areas down in quadrants. So if I've worked six to 10 sessions on one body area, and if I'm sticking to the upper quadrant, then my client should be close to 100% better unless they're chronic and have had pain or tightness for greater than 20 years. So there are some underlying factors 
that we have to consider. And we also have to consider diagnoses of hypermobility or hypomobility. We also have to consider lifestyle and what these people do. But typically, six to 10 visits after they've been seen for those, we can get someone to pretty much 100% better unless there's something underlying and we have to educate on that. Now, this particular person that came in yesterday was sold an eight-visit package, had hip problems, and also has upper quadrant problems. So he's been coming in saying, today, I want you to work on this. Today, I want you to work on this. Today, I want you to work on this. And when your client comes in and starts directing their care, their outcomes start to go down. And guess what? They're not getting mad at themselves. They're going to get mad at you because you told them that they could be better in six to 10 treatments. So here's how you draw that boundary. And you're very, very clear. So this guy on his eight visit, we've worked on lower body, we've worked on upper body, and we've jumped back and forth. And Jordan knows that this particular guy, he always complains about having to pay for things. So she asked him, so how much better are you? And she's thinking he's probably 50 to 60% better. He's thinking I'm 40% better. And I could see it in her face. She totally looked up like, oh my God, he's 40% better. This guy has a money problem. And if he's only 40% better, I know that I need to see him for at least another eight visit pack. And she's in her head at this point. How am I going to do this? Well, guys, it's easy, okay? Establish that care in the consult or at the first visit and be very, very clear and tell them on your first visit today, you are going to feel a difference. After three treatment sessions, you are going to see a difference. And between six and 10 treatment sessions, if we focus on the one body area that you came in with, you should see very significant results, and what your body can do. And what we're going to do is we sell packages in four visits or eight visit packages. That doesn't mean you're going to be better. It's just how we sell our visits. So if we focus on one body area, you can expect to feel really good between six and 10 treatment sessions. Now, when your person comes in and they go, can you work on this today? Because they likely will. Then you just need to jump on and say, I'm happy to work on this. I just want to clarify our focus of six to 10 treatment sessions is stopping at this point because we're starting a new body area. And that is another six to 10 treatment sessions. And in the past, you verbalized to me that money is a problem with you. And I don't want to undercut what I can provide for you as care. So happy to work on this today. Just want to make sure that you're very clear that once we start on this, it's another six to 10 treatment sessions. And if we're on treatment five for down here, we still have another, you know, five or so treatment sessions to get that better. Do you understand how the program works? So that person can better understand, you know, in advance, okay, I'm jumping up here today. We're stopping this, you know, magically, this isn't going to be fixed and we're going to work on this. Okay. So just clearly define what and how much your treatment sessions are going to be and educate your client on what that's going to take so that they get the outcome that they want and they don't start dictating your care. Set that boundary up front 
clearly with them and let them know, you know, today we're going to do this. Let's take a peek and see what's going on. You go through the testing real quick. I go through making sure that a client has told me what has improved from the last session to this session. We call those wins in our clinic. And then you go ahead and start working on them. And that time that you're working on them, you're communicating to them whatever your expectation of the care is. And then again, if you're going to allow 10 minutes for education at the end, then you cut your manual short, you do three or four exercises. And if it looks like you personally want to get through five exercises, but time allows for three exercises, guys, you stop. You don't push. You don't give more. You stop and you look and you say, okay, I'm excited what we achieved today. Sounds like we answered a lot of your questions. I've got you scheduled next Tuesday at 12 o'clock and I'm looking forward to seeing what we can gain in that session. And you start cleaning your table because then it's time for your next person. At that point, you've already told them, hey, your treatment is 40 minutes. You arrived 10 minutes late. You know, sorry that you cut into it, but next time, can we get you here a little bit earlier so that I can provide the whole treatment program for you so that you can get the maximum results of your program. So establish a script and follow it. Never get off track. Or if you see the client taking control of your sessions, then set back and go, oh my gosh, I hear what you're saying. And you're saying that you want me to work on the upper body for you. However, I just want to let you know, we're on treatment five, typically six to 10 is where we see the greatest progress. So we can stop this if you want. We can start this up here. I'm going to want to work six to 10, and then we can work them together for the remaining five or so treatments. I just want to be very clear with you that jumping around is going to decrease your outcomes. Can you tell me if you understand that or not? Never, never Never let their financial situation keep you from prescribing the care that you know will work. It's simple. Their finances are their finances. Keep it simple. Don't say you understand. Don't hem-haw around it. Just be very clear. It's going to take six to 10 treatment sessions. I recommend an eight-pack. What time next week would you like to come in? Be very clear. You're going to be surprised if you stop that talking and stop the extra work that people are just going to pay for it and they're going to walk out the door. But the more you give and give and give and give, you're devaluing yourself. You're not respecting your own boundaries because you have not established a boundary and it's going to come back and only frustrate you. It's not going to frustrate your customer at all. So, I want you to make sure that you understand the value you give to a customer with your treatments, know what you're providing and know what a Cairo provides, a personal trainer provides and a yoga class provides. And don't overexert yourself and provide more in a treatment session because a person needs more. If you've got an established time, only provide to them what you can provide in that time based on the energy that you can give them. Guys, your body is energy force. And if you give all your energy to your first four clients and you've got eight more clients that day, you're going to be drained and you're not going to be able to have a life outside of work. 
So make sure you draw those clear boundaries. You define it to your client. It's a standard operating procedure. It is a clear line that this is what your consult is going to look like today. And you follow what that consult looks like today. Let's look at some examples. A chiropractor, a client comes into their clinic. They get called back to the chiro. The chiro does their manipulations typically in under 15 minutes because that's how they build them. And then they walk out the door and the person gets up and they go. They know that the Cairo goes to the next person. They know they have 15 minutes. So take control of the situation. And if you've got 40 minutes, then that's what you do. You literally, if you have to clean your table, walk away to get the next client while that client's standing there, they'll get that their treatment is done. And it is not rude for you to move on to your next client because that client only has a certain session with you and you can't push them out the door, but you can walk around them. Personal trainers, they typically do group sessions and they're 30 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour. And when those classes are up, the instructor, they'll either stay in the room or they'll go back to the back while people are leaving because they need to prepare for their next class or if they're going to another facility to do another class. A yoga class They usually have scheduled times, a start time and a stop time, and they're 30 minutes or 60 minutes. And when that class is over, that yoga instructor is packing up their things, cleaning up what they have to clean and walking. So a customer can either walk with them and ask questions or follow suit, do the same thing and actually leave and come back the next session. Now, if you want to better understand how to set up a consult to make it easy or set up your treatment session to make it easy by providing clear directions, sticking to your operating procedures that you've established. If they push beyond your limits, you literally just take a breath and you smile and you say, we can be sure to get that on your next treatment session. We got a lot accomplished today. I'm pleased with what we got accomplished. And I can't wait to see what our next session reveals. Clean your table, walk away and be done. Now, if you don't know how to even set the foundations or establish boundaries in your care with your consult, or if you're struggling with your treatment session and you continue to over deliver care and um, they continue to push and want more and more and more and more. I'm happy to schedule a strategy call with you. I have coaching call sessions that you can purchase, and I'm glad to help you set those boundaries, set standard operating procedures so that you can save your energy so that when you get off of work, you still have the energy to enjoy your family and your life and do the things that you enjoy. Make sure you value yourself. Make sure that you don't over-deliver to a person that is just going to take and take and take, and you let them take advantage of that situation. Take control of yourself and make sure that you deliver awesome care within the time frame that they have paid for. Guys, if you're liking what you're hearing here in this podcast, I want you to give me some thumbs up. Please take a second and rate and review the podcast. We have over 2,000 downloads, and that was probably three or four weeks ago. So I am just sincerely grateful for all of you for listening in. And I want to make sure 
that I provide the content that you are looking for, and that I really can be a part of helping you become a successful business owner on the wellness, health, and fitness side of the system. So below, I'll put a free strategy session, a free strategy business call. Feel free to book a call with me and we can jump on and set you up for some coaching. And I can help you set up that consult and that treatment session so that it is defined. You've set your boundaries and you know clearly what you can deliver so that you can start seeing some improved outcomes and you're going to start seeing decrease drop-offs. You're going to start seeing improved outcomes. You're going to start seeing happy customers that actually refer out to have their friends and family come and see you. And you're going to be able to build a reputation in your area of being able to be the top-notch wellness provider in your area. So looking forward to seeing you on a call. Hope you love this podcast and it gives you all that you need and go out there and be your own boss. Until next time, you have a great weekend. joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www.thestretchmobilitycoach.com. This website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 